Hey, welcome to Let's Parent on Purpose. This is Jay Holland, and I'm happy for you to join me today as I have this fun conversation with my good friend and co-partner in youth ministry, Chrisman Kochig, another local youth pastor, as we talk about dynamics that we've seen in families that help students and parents thrive and not hate church as they go along. You're going to like it. Thanks for staying tuned. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Happy New Year. If you actually listen to these in order, I want to say Happy New Year. And this is kind of a bonus talk today. I'm here with one of my really good friends, uh, a youth pastor in the area, Chrisman Kochig. How are you doing, Chrisman? Excellent. Excellent. Good. And you? I'm, I'm great. Good. I uh, spent a lot of time in India over the Christmas break, and uh, it was great. And now I'm trying to wake up. I'm jet lagged <laughs> every day. How far was the time change, by the way? Ten and a half hours. So, um, you know, they, they, whoever the the International Institute of They is, they say uh, one day per hour. And sometimes, like, I think I'm ahead of that. And then this morning I woke up at 2 a.m. And, uh, (laughs) and, like, I'm okay at 4.30 because I actually think that's great. Like, I get a jump on the day and and, and it's awesome. Um, But two, like, I, I took melatonin at at two in the morning so oh that's why you're feeling so bad oh right yeah now. I feel wonderful. <laughs> um, but Chrisman and I are actually here we, we're planning on doing a, a third party like a three-person interview and so we're waiting for our other friend to show up uh, so we are going to just kind of free roll with this and 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 at the end of it I will figure out the title for it but I'm, I'm excited uh, Chrisman how about just a little bit of background about who you are what you do maybe a little family info yeah uh, thanks for doing this. Well, you're you're we're, so welcome. Thank yeah, you. We're good friends, but now I know you actually think that I have maybe something of significance we're, to we're, say. Every we're so now often. <laughs> podcasting colleagues. Yes. Oh my goodness, this is great. But yeah. no, um, my name's Chrisman. Um, like Jay said, I'm a local youth pastor. And about ten years ago, God brought me down in this area. And I was planning on doing a 12-week internship and getting back up to Pennsylvania, where I'm from. And literally, that was 10 years ago. So I'm just hanging out here. All right. Doing well, God's work. <laughs> so it's 12 weeks. You just don't know exactly which 12 weeks uh, it is. It's so you don't know when You don't know when those 12 weeks are up. So. Yes. God spread them out yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know, I came down to Florida solely because of the mortgage market. Um, it is cheaper. My, no. This was like... I was in Nashville, happy as could be, newly married. My wife was from here. She'd bought a house like right before we met and got married. And then uh, she moved to Nashville. We were renting the house, and, and less than a year later is when everything crashed. Ooh. And so um, we <laughs> we moved because we couldn't rent our house out for half of what the mortgage was. And, and I came down here whining and moaning and crying and and it probably took three years of whining and moaning and crying and and I, and I was driving along one day and and I think I felt the Holy Spirit say Jay shut up yeah and uh, I felt that before too <laughs> <laughs> it was like you you were willing to move to India and instead I moved you it was like February and the sun was shining and the birds were singing when the yes. Holy Spirit spoke to me and. Uh, you know, you were willing to move to India, and instead I move you to paradise. So could you just be a little bit thankful yeah. and go about what God has you to do down here? So I, I don't, yeah, God gets people to Florida in different ways, but we're here, and yeah. we are a part of a really great youth leader network. Um, the, the youth pastors in Martin County 
we meet once or twice a month as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, we carry a lot of ministries together in the schools, and the best part is we're friends too. And so, um, I've really enjoyed getting to know you and the others. Um, a little bit about your family background, Crispin. Yeah, my family—that's the best part about me. Uh-huh. Uh, my wife. I met her during those 12 weeks, actually, those oh, yeah? first 12 weeks down here, but I, I had no idea she would be my wife, um, and it was awesome. So I got to know her. She played music with me at the young adult ministry I was a part of, mm-hmm. and then within the next eight to 10 months, we hung out, and two, three years after that, uh, we got married, and a year and a half ago, God gave us a little guy named Benaya, which is awesome. So now I get to figure out what it's like to be a parent, which hey, is super fun. That's why you're on here, because you're now an expert at being a parent. Yeah, it only takes 18 months. That's right. Before they can talk, we're, we all feel like we know what we're doing. Right. Well, <laughs> what's funny is, like, I you know, I started in youth ministry at 21, and, and you were in your early 20s when you started, yep. too. And so it's like, I'm I'm an expert on teens far before I have any idea what to do with a two-year-old. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's a true. different world, because, like... You know, teens respond to sarcasm, and that's really important to me. And and two year olds don't. And wives also don't appreciate sarcasm with your small children. So <laughs> no, that's true. That's yeah. true. So um, just one other note: if you're uh, a part of a local church on the Stewart area and you're a parent, um, then if you get mad and leave my church, just go to Christmas. It's it's yeah. a great church. We, there you go. <laughs> we we imagine that we're trading kids all of the time yeah. anyway, <laughs> and we definitely share some. There's yeah. no doubt about yeah, that. Absolutely. Um, so, so it's a great group effort here. And the nice thing is that kids don't tithe. So like, <laughs> yeah, they leave. We love them relationally. It's great, but you know, I hope they're a blessing to the next church yes. uh, in there. So, but no, I just say that to say like we really this is not a competition. It's a that's right. It's a team effort, yeah. and the competition is is Satan in this world. Yeah, um, not the other local churches. So, just if if you move, you know, sometimes the Lord has you do that. Just don't just don't bring your problems with you, and don't bring bad mouthing because like you're truly talking to friends of one another in there. So just go in grace and be a blessing wherever you are. Yeah, and just to put an exclamation point on that, I actually met a family that was checking out the area, uh-huh. and I actually, I don't know if you know this, but I actually referred them to you because of your youth ministry. Oh, really? And I, I told them, I said, we'd love to have you at our youth ministry. Huh. I said, but if you were to land at Covenant Fellowship or my church, I feel like that would be excellent fit for you and your family. That's really so, nice. And, and Now, I don't know where they landed. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to so. ask you later. <laughs> we'll censor <laughs> Um, So I I said, I told Crispin, I think it would be fun to do uh, a little talk on what youth pastors wish they could tell their parents. Um, And so I'm going to kind of throw that out there. And uh, we don't have a lot of background on these, but are there are there things, Crispin, as you let's let me let me start with this. The families that seem to really get it and really thrive spiritually, what do you feel like are the commonalities in in those families? Wow, that's a great question. Um, This is not necessarily always true, but I feel like some commonalities I do see, um, I guess you could call this a blanket statement, but there's always exceptions to that, Mm -hmm. is I see parents that have a desire for their kids to grow Uh spiritually. Um, And I see parents that love their kids through that process. Mm. Um, It's not always forced, although there's a portion of it that always is as a parent. Um, But 
It really is. It's not just a youth ministry. It's not just a church. It's not just a parent. Like it really is a team effort. Yeah. Um, and I think the ones that I see growing the fastest mm-hmm. and the furthest in the six years that we have them, that is one of the main commonalities. That's good. So you can't manufacture that, but I think it's really true if you were to look at yeah. all of our youth ministries. You know, one of the things that I've noticed is that um, I I have seen kids thrive when their parents are in and legitimate um, with the Lord. And I've really seen kind of on the other extreme, kids that have absolutely zero spiritual support at home and the parents don't even claim to be Christian and maybe their life's a train wreck. Um, it's so different in their home that when they get into a good quality church environment, I've seen those kids thrive because yeah. like it's such an obvious difference. The ones who have the hardest time uh, seem to me to be the families where mom and dad claim to be Christians. Um, and then they don't actually live it out at yes. all. Like there's a spiritual apathy. Maybe they've gotten used to the church, right. the, the way that church does things. Yeah. And then it just becomes another thing to do. Right. Rather than a passionate relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about families that force their kids to come to church or force their kids to come to youth ministry? I, first of all, I think it really is case by case. Mm-hmm. I think some students need to be forced to come to youth ministry. Mm-hmm. I think other students, when you force them to do anything, even if it's to literally go to school, uh-huh. you know they will react negatively. Right. But obviously, you have to force your kids to do some things. Um, so what I think about it probably isn't as important as the individual yeah. student. But yeah. what I think about it is I think that students and adults alike, we all need to understand that there is value in being with God's people. Right. And if a youth ministry provides that, mm-hmm. I think as a parent, you know, we want to do everything within our power to get our students there. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I think a lot of that is prayer. <laughs> We've just got to yeah. pray that even if they don't want to go, yeah. um, that the Holy Spirit works on their heart and they learn things anyway. Right. So that's a difficult question, actually. It, it is. Um, uh, Sometime back, I can't remember the episode number, but I think that the title's behavior should make you curious. And I was talking to my friend, uh, Bradley McAllister, who's a Christian counselor. And, you know, he, he's one who challenged me in my life that when my kid does something frustrating or out of the ordinary or unexpected, instead of immediately jumping to consequence, like you want to ask why. Mm. And, and I think in, in a kid wanting to be a part of church and wanting to be a part of youth ministry, um, behavior should make you curious. There's a number of reasons why they may not. Um, yeah. Honestly, it may be lame. It may be boring. Um, it it may be that uh, a, the, a lot of it is peers. Yes. That if they don't feel connected um, with, with certain kids in, in there, or if there's some kind of relational drama, they're just, they're not going to want to go. Um, so there's a number of reasons involved. I could, you know, we could list 15, but, but the question is, um, you, you kind of need to ferret that out and a lot of times the problem is that doesn't happen just because you hit them with why questions, especially if if you're showing frustration Yeah. while you do. It's true. You think, I mean, I have not been a parent very long, but <laughs> the moments that I'm frustrated with my little guy, you know, if he's on the changing table and he's just screaming his head off, my frustration does not help him right. in those moments of his frustration. Yeah. So I have to be really careful 
And I know that's kind of a bare bones like yeah. aspect, but right. I think it carries true. Yeah. You know, with teenagers yeah. as well. I've got I've got four kids and one of them loves being here and has always loved being here. Um you know, there'll be a few times where like she feels lonely and isolated because they go through that seasons. I've got two boys that are in elementary and it's really weird because every time they're here they have fun and they never want to come. And which is kind of inconvenient because I'm the pastor. Like yes. I'm, I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm one of the pastors here, but some of that, like with them is they're just boys. And so right. like, they don't want to go to school. They don't want to go anywhere where they have to sit. But once they're there, like they engage and they have fun with it. So some of this, like sometimes you got to encourage them through it. Sometimes you got to get involved. Um, what about, Crispin, what's your experience with with parents involved in youth ministry? There's all kinds of dynamic in there, and and we both like our youth ministries could not survive without parental involvement. Yeah, that's um, true. But uh, like some parents don't want anything to do with it because they they feel like they're cramping their kids' style or they don't want them to to suffocate their kids. What like what do you counsel parents in that situation where they say, well, I don't want anything to do with with student ministry? or their role at church because I want to give them their own space. What do you tell parents in that situation? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I actually had a youth leader recently that joined our team, and he asked me that exact Hmm. concept. He said, do you think my son would be okay with this? Hmm. And I kind of threw him back and answered that he probably, you know, he he did. Mm -hmm. Um, He responded really, really well. But I almost threw it back on him, and I said, you know, why don't you ask him? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of stuff with teenagers starts with a conversation. Right. Um, where they don't feel like we're pressuring them in one direction or another. Um, certain things you got to pressure your kids sure. in. But other things you can just talk with them about it. Like you said, kind of get to the heart of the issue. Um, and he's been one of our best youth leaders, I would say. I mean, he's consistent. Mm-hmm. He's obviously invested because his kid is there. Right. Um, and he's very relational. So I don't... Again, I feel like there's a lot of case by case stuff. Yeah. Um, the parts that I think you have to be really careful with in youth ministry um, and parenting is on trips, mm-hmm. overnight trips, uh-huh. because obviously it's harder in that right. scenario. And so what I do is I just have a conversation with our team up front, mm-hmm. and I say I understand that you're a parent first. Um, here's the odd dichotomy on this trip: is that you're coming as a youth leader, right? So if there's a a problem going on with you and your kid, I value that. You need to address that. Um, But let's do that privately. Yeah. Um, And let's try to, you know, use that as an opportunity to um, invest into your kid, but also realize there are other kids here. Right. And that's a really difficult, there's no perfect scenario. Yeah. Uh, but we we run into that all the time, so that's the negative. But I think there's way more positive. Oh yeah, to absolutely. having parents in your ministry. So you know the way I handle it a lot of times is, um, especially the older the kids get, um, I I try to make sure that the parent is not in their small group. Yeah. Because yeah. you know every kid needs some space to be able to share things that that they just will feel repercussion if they share it with their parents. I have a great relationship with my kids. And I know they're not going to share everything with me. They share a lot, but I know I want there to be somebody that thinks mostly the same way that I do, that they can share with, so that they can hear. So I, you know, that's one um, 
in in mind. Like uh, we do a kids camp for our little kids, and I'm happy to be the counselor for my my little boys because they're you know second and fourth grade, and that's the greatest thing in the world at that point for dad to be involved. But once they hit middle school and, and high school, I, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna interact with their small group leader. I'm gonna interact with those doing it. I'm gonna be a part of general things, but but you can give space yeah. in there. Um, but I think one of the real, what's sad to me is, is a lot of times when parents just drop off their kids and have nothing to do with it, they, they miss the opportunity for conversations that you can have because you guys had the same experiences and you heard the same lesson. So it can come out later of like, Hey, what did you think about that? Or, Oh man, this is exactly what they were talking about in there. So, and again, every family is different. You know, part of the challenge is that, not every parent is a super strong Bible study leader and not every parent is gifted at doing small groups. But I think like just finding ways to be in and serve in any way to where like you're a known face and you get to know the kids in there and you want it to be great for them. Like if, yeah. if you want them to love it, you gotta, you gotta invest yourself as well. And I, um, I read an article one time, I think it was Dr. Tim Elmore, uh-huh. who's really, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. We've By the way, like that, that guy, if you're a parent listening Dr. Tim Elmore has some great stuff. One day he'll be on this podcast. That's right. And there hopefully for free. That's right. That's, that's <laughs> the only way anybody's going here. I might give you, I've got some like trail mix in my <laughs> yes. drawer that I might give you afterwards. <laughs> but um, he had a concept that was called potted plant parenting. Uh-huh. And he said, through research, they have learned that adolescents, which are teenagers, mm-hmm. actually want their parents to be around. Yeah. But they don't always want their parents to be the one on stage. Yeah, that's So good. in a youth ministry setting, it's kind of like they want that security to know, hey, my mom is here or my dad is here and they're behind the scenes, but I know they're here. Right. But they really don't love it. And this is research, mm-hmm. so it's not every kid, but research says that they really don't love it when their parent is like the one on stage trying to hype people up. Yeah. You know, that's embarrassing yeah. for them. So. Yeah, I think part of that is because truthfully, like most of us as parents, we're not cool anymore. It's true. And I'm not cool anymore. I, I am not. And, <laughs> you know, one of the things that's been sweet to hear from some of my kids, uh, meaning like the youth group kids, is them say, you know, we appreciate that you're not trying to be cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I know I have a quick wit and a good sense of humor, but, like, I don't like skinny jeans. and it's true. Um, V-necks, like... That's just I'm too old for that. See, that's where Chris, I stopped. Chrisman, you can rock the V-neck. That's right where there, I stopped. So. I've got V-necks. I wear Converse shoes every so often, and I don't mind fitted jeans, but I can't do skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think, like, just in in closing, because I think sometimes the shorter, the better these are. Yes. Um, with with that, as far as things that I would tell parents, um, to be in your kid's world, meaning not just not just your child, but like their friend and their peer group, you don't have to be cool. You just have to show genuine interest in them and in their friends because a lot of their friends, nobody's asking them real questions. So like if you can ask questions and be encouraging, stock your, like be free range organic vegan if you want, but stock some Doritos and everything else for, and they'll come. Yeah. They will come around, but you don't have to be cool. Um, uh, one of the I remember one of the youth pastors said one time like the difference in middle schoolers and high schoolers like <laughs> middle schoolers uh, middle schoolers care about how cool you think they are and high schoolers start to wonder about how cool you are um, but <laughs> but if you good. can establish that relationship with them in middle school 
um, they're so insecure that it, you don't have to be cool. You just have to like them. And, yeah. and that goes so far in there. So, Hey, Chrisman, thanks so much for joining us as, as we've been talking, our buddy is, uh, Curtis has been looking sadly through the window that he's missed out <laughs> on all of this and he's been a dad longer than any of us. So he could have, and a youth pastor longer than any uh, of us. He so could have schooled it would have been, us. It would have been great. That's why we locked him out. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, man. And I look forward to, uh, hopefully you'll come back, not just today, but, um, several times because uh, you have a lot to share and, and I value your input. It'll be fun. Thanks for having me, man. All right. Hey, that was fun for me to do and I hope it was fun for you to listen to. If it was valuable for you, I ask one thing of you. Would you share it with one person? Uh, you know, one person that could benefit from these weekly podcasts, would you share it with them? And uh, I think maybe my big takeaway from this week this week's conversation with Chrisman is I don't have to be cool anymore. So isn't that a great freedom to start the new year? You don't have to be cool to be a great parent anymore. This is Less Parent On Purpose. It's a ministry of Covenant Fellowship Baptist Church in Stewart, Florida. We would love to have you come check us out if you're on the Treasure Coast. Also, Chrisman was at Coastal Life. So if you don't like us, go over there and check them out. Um, if you have any questions for me, you can email me at jay at covenantfellowship.com. And uh, we look forward to hearing or having you back here soon. I'm stumbling and bumbling over my words. Thank you guys so much. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Don't give up. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, that was fun. Thanks so much for joining us today. And again, go to letsparentonpurpose.com and I will, in the show notes for today, have links to some of those books that Jenny talked about that were so helpful for her along the way. And I might even throw in one or two that were helpful for me along the way too. Uh, this is Let's Parent on Purpose. It's a ministry of Covenant Fellowship Baptist Church in Stewart, Florida. If you're in the Treasure Coast area and don't have a church home, we'd love to have you come out and join us. You can find information at covenantfellowship.com. One other thing I would encourage you to do, if you like this program, would you share it with friends and go on iTunes or Android or however you're listening to it and rate it and leave a review. I know it's challenging and hard to do, but you're smart people. You can figure out how to do it. Again, this is Jay Holland. Thank you so much for joining us today. Looking forward to talking to you again soon and wanting to remind you this is a marathon, not a sprint. Don't give up. You're going to do great. Talk to you later.